Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. We're back. It's another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. Good to be with you again. Uh, Steve was on vacation last week. That's you? right. Where'd oh. you go? We didn't do it we last week. We didn't do it last week, did we? You were gone. We you didn't were, want to. I, you didn't want to do it no, from Co- Cabo. Is that where you That's were? That's where we went. Cabo. Wow. Went on a trip that my high school buddy arranged and ended up not going on. So <laughs> everyone that he had invited went without him. Yeah, so. you're like good riddance. No. Uh, <laughs> well, did you have fun? Yes, it was. It was a great time. We. Uh, good. My high school buddy, as I. Explained, Explained to my wife and my high school buddy arranges these um, surfing safaris. We yeah. grew up surfing, and so yeah. now that we're old and gray, he uh, still puts together these surfing trips. And so this one, we were going to bring the wives and make it a, a vacation. Yeah. And but you he, still surfed. We still surfed. Yeah. He decided that he was primarily interested in a surf trip and we were primarily interested in a vacation kind vacation. of thing. So okay. he ended up not going. Bummer for him. but yeah. And, you know, we interviewed you a few weeks ago. We didn't talk about your surfing experience, did we? Well, it's, some would say it's not a um, – people say, oh, you surfed in Texas? So That's right. Yes, grew up surfing in Texas. They yeah. do have surf in Texas, not quite like the rest of the world, but yeah. – but you were in you were in SoCal too for a while. I was in adult, Southern California. Right? I was very disappointed in the whole surfing beach scene in yeah. in California. When why, I, why were you disappointed in it? It was just um, it, it's it, it's just it's mainly it kind of goes with the Southern California thing in that um, I, there's you're fighting people going coming in yeah. the water everywhere you are. Yeah. Finding a parking spot, just getting to and from, and it's just—I mean, the, the surf was better, but then right. you'd have forty people dropping in on your wave, and right. whereas other places you've been, you're like, oh, I can leisurely spend the whole day, get as many waves as I want. Have you surfed in Hawaii? I have not. I've honeymooned in Hawaii. You didn't surf like did in not, the North Shore. I did not. I oh, went wow. and watched the North Shore. Of Oahu, yeah, that's a little bigger surf than I'd be comfortable. <laughs> and my wife too. almost drowned there, but anyhow, was on one of our vacations. But but I got some good yeah, pictures of her not, going under. That's so. not not hard to do, especially if you're not used to <laughs> big surf. You could really get messed up. Yeah. All right. So the real reason we do this podcast is to help churches and ministries. We are a tech company called JSL Solutions. We do streaming, video, mobile apps, as well as church management stuff and websites and uh we we are steve and i have been involved in ministries pretty much all of our adult lives and we're pretty Just old after the civil war ended yeah it's we're pretty old and uh and so we talk about tech things but but there are times we divert from tech things and we are talking today about money yes a very important topic. Yeah, because if you're a uh, involved in your church as a leader, as a pastor, even as a volunteer, this is a topic that you you might want to pay attention to because we're going to talk about how much should churches spend on their staff. 
Yes. And you've been aboard, you've been on a, served on church boards for a long time. You've never really been on staff. I've been on staff and on church boards. And, and the senior pastor. I was a senior pastor for about eight years, and I've been executive pastor for many years, and still I'm, with, I'm working a little bit part-time with a little church of about 100 people that I'm their executive pastor. So how much money should churches spend on their staff? That's what we're going to talk about. Right. We have the answer, right? We have all the answers, as usual. So, obviously, if you think about this, most churches, it's probably no surprise that the largest financial investment is going to be on their people, their staff. Mm -hmm. Most churches pay their staff. Now, there are some churches out there that work totally with volunteers. Good for them. If you make that work and you are good with that and that's what you guys want to do, great. But most churches will pay some of their staff or at least one person, maybe more, depending on their size. So it's 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 it brings up a lot of questions. I remember as a senior pastor starting my own church, and as we grew, I remember asking myself, "Okay, well, how much money should I be making?" And I remember asking several other church pastors that I knew, and you know, it was some of these answers are are consistent with what we're going to talk about today. So, so anyhow, should we jump into it? Sure. So and by the way, go through five, got five questions points right? here. And by the way, Tony Morgan, who we've quoted here recently a lot, and been around for a long time. Tony Morgan with a with a organization called Unstuck, the Unstuck Group, I think is what he calls himself, but you can find him on TonyMorganLive.com. Tony's organization, uh, a lot of these notes are from Tony, and, and they, they do a great job working with churches, and this is part of his material. So uh, here's the question. How much should we pay our staff? Yes. So uh, Ten bucks. Th- the, as little as possible, right? As little Especially as if possible. you're on the board. That's right. right. Uh, <laughs> so if you're on staff as much as possible. Exactly, depending on where you're at. So there are scripture references. One of them's in First Timothy 5 that talks about elders who do their work well should be respected and, and paid well. Uh, especially those who work hard on preaching and teaching. That's the English version. Uh, uh, there's another one about you must not muzzle the ox to keep it from eating as it treads out the grain, which is kind of an analogy there for, you know, take care of your leaders, your pastor, yes. whatever. Make sure those workers are well fed. Yeah, it says that it says they deserve their pay. So uh, if you go by that, you know, all right, we should probably pay our pastors and our staff. So, you know, the bottom line is that church leaders should be paid probably well. And if you look overall at the scriptures, it really doesn't say much about, there's not really any caution about paying them too much. I mean, there's, you know, you don't want to abuse that stuff, but most of the warnings talk about paying them very little. So, yes. uh, yeah, the cautions are against paying them too little. Right. T- paying them so too you little. Can, yeah. So it's hard, it's easy to err on the side of paying too little. Right. Like I was just advocating yeah. earlier. <laughs> Although there was a guy who I just saw in the news who I actually met this fella who's soliciting his members for a brand new jet. It's like a $40 million, $47 million jet. It was on the news last week. Uh, I won't say his name, but his initials are Jesse Duplantis. <laughs> and uh, I, I actually met Jesse Duplantis many years ago. And, and Jesse's asking, he's already got a couple jets. He wants another one. So I don't want to get into that because I'm sure there's some people listening to this podcast that think that's a great idea. I don't, but that's, you know. Well, the media is going to twist whatever. Yeah, the um, media is 
go to the, twist that. The, the media is going to say yeah. any Christian leader is out there to take advantage of people. and That's true. They do the, not understand. Most of the media so. will do that. Uh, but but I do struggle a little bit with people that already have jets in their fleet, and they need well, more. It, so it depends on you know. We may disagree. There's the, the, I'm sure there's not all the story being told. <laughs> okay, so you're in favor of that, I guess. All right. No, so, I'm, I'm in favor uh, of the truth. The people. truth. All right. Yes. So uh, knowing the whole story. All right. So just, we'll 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 move on because we don't have the facts, and that's not really what we're going to talk about today. We're not going to talk about Jesse. So we're, we're asking jet. how much should you pay? Your so how staff? much should you pay Jesse? Du- I mean, how much should you pay your your pastor? <laughs> and 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 so uh, here are some answers, all right? And, and one of the things would be to look at what other professionals in your community make. So that's, that's similar, one, some, those in similar roles. Roles, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be other pastors, no, although no. that's something you could look at. Yeah, or but, similar levels of education required education, and experience yeah. required, yeah. and that kind of thing. I'm not sure. Right. What would be a, a secular role equivalent to a senior pastor? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, in a, in a, that's a good a, question. In one sense, they're, they are a little, they're a CEO of a small company. Uh, you could see it that one. way. You could see it that way. Yeah. I mean, that's one sense. That's, and then the other role, they're a, they're a social worker. Right. Um, Which don't usually make very good money. <laughs> yes, those are two extremes, right? <laughs> right. Um, well, it depends on the success yeah, of the business, but it has to do with their roles too. I mean, and again, we'll get into this in a few minutes, but uh, you know, I mean, a, a senior pastor's role may differ a little bit from another pastor's role, another senior pastor's role, uh, especially when you get into other staff people. Some of their roles may be different, and you have to keep that in consideration for compensation. Uh, I would say. Yeah, I think you have to look at all those things and probably look at if you can find out what other pastors, somewhere a ballpark figure of what they might make with the size of church they make, perhaps. Right. Uh, and and also, I think you need to look at the cost of living differences because if I'm pastoring a church oh, in you know Southern California, as opposed to pastoring a church in Junction City, Kansas, the cost of living is much more reasonable in Junction City, Kansas than it is in you know, Orange County or whatever. So I think you have to look at that as, as, as something as cost of living and, and what it, what all that is. So uh, again, th- th- it's, it's really kind of trying to get, and this is not easy. It's not an easy answer. It's not easy. Not a quick, uh, it's not a quick answer because you got to look, you got to see the picture. You got to see right. the big picture. And, and then we'll get in a little bit about percentage. Cause that's another thing to look at percentage of, of your budget. So we'll get into that in a moment. So, so anyhow, I would start so, by looking at what other professionals are making and cost and what, of living. And, yeah, and being on the board for many years, that was as we'll get into this as well. Mm-hmm. You're you're looking at the the senior right. pastor's um, pay, and you want to know: yeah. Am I? Are we treating this guy well? Are we yeah. paying well? We don't want yeah. to pay too little. And his experience level. Yeah, and, and his, his degree. You know what? What kind of education he has? Right. And, and is he doing a good job? That's something right. to think That's about. True. It's one of the things I know. I think when I worked with uh, with your pastor, you know, one of the things we looked about was, well, was the church growing? Is you know, what's the situation there? I mean, you can't just totally base it on growth, but you do need to look and see how well the church is doing as far as a health indicator and how much that pastor plays a role in the health overall health of the church. So right. anyhow, so all right. So that, the, all right. kind of the first thing is is lean towards the the caution is against paying too little. 
Yeah, I think that's a wise thing to consider. So, so this leads into the next point. Says, right. what if I can't afford to pay my staff well? Yeah, I can't afford it. I can't afford to pay them. Well, uh, one answer to that is you may have too many staff people. Yes, I guess there's a yeah. There's no biblical mandate for determining how many staff, but there is a mandate uh, for making sure you're, that those you do have are paid well. Yeah, I mean, I've 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 had people say, well, you know, you should you should only have one paid staff person, one paid pastor for maybe 100 people. But I don't know if that's, it, again, it just depends on the situation. So, uh, I mean, when I when I started helping out this church I was with, they had four paid staff people and they were running 30 people. I mean, now there's a bigger picture to that that I can't get into because it would take too much time, but they had gone through a lot of transition. And because of the transition, they had yeah. kept some staff and they were preparing for a larger thing down the road did did i talk to you about uh or on this podcast something i thought was really interesting i listened to a guy speak and it was in a church planting organization Uh, we've talked about i don't think we did it on a podcast but but i know you and i have talked about it yeah so he made the point that um and they they lead a i guess a very successful effort for doing church planting and they have kind of a formula together right and he talked about his you know why churches can't grow? He says, here's a typical church. They got 100, maybe 150 people, and they have one paid staff member. Right. And he said the, the problem is that that one staff member can, can reach and draw and support maybe 100 people. And what they need to do is to grow is they need another some more staff, but they can't right. afford that st- additional staff right. mm-hmm. because – he said, if you, if you had three staff members, he said, they would bring in, they'd, each of them would attract, bring, you know, if they're good bring people in, pastors, they would bring, you know, they'd support 300 people. They could take care of. But you can't make the transition. So the formula for this guy's, for planting new churches was he, sta- he starts them off with three staff right. members yeah, you were as a that. plant. Yeah. It's like, hmm, that's interesting. So, you know, again, we don't have time. We maybe ought to interview this guy or something on a podcast. But obviously, they they put three people on staff, but they've got to raise their money. Well, they've got – it's a different – it's a church <laughs> they, plant. And so they're right. they're getting funded by dozens of churches right. in the city. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's getting a unique situation. I, but I understand and, that. And, as a, as a, and we're talking about churches that have been cruising along for – Two, five, ten, fifteen years. You know, figuring out what their staff lo- their staff right. should be paid. So the bottom line to our second point is that the, it's not. There's no biblical mandate for how many staff members, but you want to right. pay them well, yeah. and so you want to potentially. If you can't afford, maybe you have too many staff. Right. Yeah. Uh, or too and, many paid staff. And then um, as we continue down that road, a ways. Uh, you want to have people that, that that would you might call higher capacity leaders. So you may have some leader, you may have some staff people, but they're not. How can I say this in a nice way? They're not very productive. They're not really good at what they're doing. And the idea here here is, according to Tony Morgan's organization, is you know maybe you've got too many staff, and maybe you've got people that you need to hire people that have higher capacity so they can raise up other leaders and right. build better volunteer which, teams. Which means you're you're paying that staff member more right. than your typical staff member, right? Because person. that person is uh, more effective, has the ability to raise up leaders, 
can do more can do more ministry and 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 multiply ministry so to speak within your volunteer corps and then you can raise up leaders and right. again another philosophy has always been you know if you're going to hire staff hire staff from people that are a part of your church that have been committed to your church that have some talent that that can lead hire those from within your church so you could kind of, and again, we're getting off track here a little bit, but the model might be, hey, I'm going to get a really good leader who can raise up other leaders. I'll pay him well instead of paying two or three staff people that are mediocre mm-hmm. and, and, and get somebody really good. And he can raise up leaders. And then as the church continues to grow and do well, then we can pay up the, we can pay those volunteers that have proven, you know, or, over the, the or last this, year or two. If they're that, really good, talented leaders. They're going to bring in other leaders that right. you know the the volunteer rate will be higher right. you're going to get higher quality yeah. volunteers yeah. so yeah. yeah and i mean it really does i mean you know i john maxwell made it famous the, you know who's a author and pastor and all that stuff you know everything rises and falls on leadership and and it's really true i mean in any business or ministry or church and so if you can get good leaders your church will rise and, and you'll see things happen. And as Tony Morgan says here, talent attracts talent. And so mm-hmm. if you can get some people, leaders attract leaders. And so when you raise the bar for the capacity of the people you hire you know, on your church staff, ultimately it's going to increase the capacity of the people who want to join your team, your church, your, your, your leadership team. So, so what percentage of the budget should be committed to staff? There you go. So that's, that's probably something to really consider. And every church is different, obviously. Uh, and there's different churches that do different things and have yeah. different purposes and different strategies. Uh, according yeah. to the – go ahead. I always, and what's ironic is we were uh, – you know, we have – we work with a business consultant, and we were right. talking about this question. Right. Um, just this morning about yeah. uh, what yeah, I was percentage kind of the revenue goes I was, to. I was squirming in my seat. Yeah, oh, yeah that's right. <laughs> Not really, I, but I, maybe I should be. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, and this this actually, um, I mean, this guy's not talking about the church per se. But anyway, well, let's get into well, it. So what? Same principle. Yeah. Similar principle, which I was thinking. He used the example of a landscaping company, which I was thinking, wow, that's got to be a large percentage of the cost in the landscaping company is got to be labor labor sure and staff and are paying the for the labor right. and he was he was making the point he says he's never worked with a a successful company that is has labor rates labor as a percentage of their cost over he said 40 percent mm-hmm. right, I was right. Like, really? yeah. even with a landscape company but, you'd think it'd be higher yeah so hmm, interesting. Well, so uh, according to Tony Morgan, which his organization is called the Unstuck Group, good good people there. He says that that uh, in the over two hundred churches that they work with, uh, these churches invest about fifty percent of their overall budget on staff compensation and benefits. So fifty percent of their budget's going to go to staff and compensation for them and their benefits. And they encourage churches to try to stay within the range of 45 to 55% of their total budget. Uh, now, again, uh, there's always going to be differences. And, you know, he said he's seen some go as high as 70% of their budget to staff. Uh, and some churches, 
are all different. My particular church I've been helping for the past five years, really we don't we don't our mortgage is free and clear, and so we don't have a lot of facility expenses. You know, we don't have mortgage or rent, and so you know you can kind of adjust that number for that and put the money into something yeah. else. And I think the the bottom line here is you want to um, work with a budget that has margin in it, right? So that you can afford to pay a higher percentage of the staff if you're able to reduce expenses in another area. You don't right. want to get to the point where um, you have no margin in your budget. Exactly. And then, you know, summer comes or something happens and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, we're going to lay some people off if we want to make it through the right. summer. Yeah. So you yeah. want to set up a, a budget that's going to have some margin in it. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's that's the idea. So somewhere between forty five and fifty five percent is, I guess, the normal average. But again, everything's different. Yeah. So and I guess per you know our our uh, business consultant person, that would be in in the secular world. That would be really high. A little high. Yeah. According to him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. All so, right. So number four. Fourth point: Should we be concerned with how? Other churches compensate their staff. And I kind of alluded to that earlier. Uh, it probably, as your church continues to grow, experiences good health, good growth, you probably ought to, you know, consider, hey, what's what are some of these other guys doing? And according to Tony here, it, it might help you to stay competitive with similar churches. So the idea is if you don't, and I mean, look, let's be real here. You know, the idea is ah, we're committed, we're a team, we're committed. And, but the, the, the idea here is that, look, re, the reality says you could run the risk that other churches will begin to hire away your best staff if they're willing to pay better, compensate them more than you are. So uh, I think that's probably true. I think your church has probably experienced that. Yeah, I think it, it's not a... It doesn't play a significant role with the senior staff, with the with the, the right. senior leader, it, but, but it does play a role with the, other, all of the supporting yeah. roles in the staff. I, I, and I think that's, I mean, as much as we might, if you're in ministry right now, you're, you might be, ah, I don't know about that. But I think, I think there's truth to that. I think, hey, look, people have got to, everybody wants to continue to do well in life. They want to make more money. They want to. You know, right. and so I don't think you can blame somebody that's on staff that says, you know what, I could go over here and get more money. Right, and I'm so. doing the same kind of ministry, mm-hmm. and I'm working for God's kingdom, right. and yeah. I got a different label of the church, yeah. but they're gonna, come, you know, my family's gonna do better. Right, uh, working so, over here, so there, there is, yeah, and we, I'm sure we see that. Yeah, I, I think well. so. So uh, you should be aware. I mean, if you want to avoid. You know, that problem of underpaying your staff, right. which is what the Bible admonishes against, right. is you should know what other people are getting paid for, the youth should, pastor, yeah. the uh, whatever it may be, the mm-hmm. facilities guy, the, you know, whatever, right. you know, all those elements. Yeah. So how do you find that out? Well, do you just go around banging on everybody's doors and say, hey, what are you paying your staff, uh, Pastor Jim over there at the Baptist Church? And I mean, I guess you could do that, but... Uh, there's some suggestions here. Leadership Network is is a organization that you could uh, find online, Leadership Network. Another one is Lifeway, which uh, did a study for the Southern Baptist Convention 
uh, compensation study, Lifeways one, and then the other one is the Church Network, which I guess ministrypay.com. So I, that might give you an idea, uh, give you some kind yeah. of an idea uh, on where you might be able to find some information yeah. on what people I, I know are. that uh, in my former life, all of the uh, salary studies are the are the, the best sellers with uh, you know the magazines and stuff. Right. And says, Your former life is that is that karma? Is that something to do with uh, reincarnation? Is that what you? Your former life, you said. Oh, my former life. You meant your former aerospace. Your former occupation. Yes, I didn't have a former life. I'm trying to be funny, but uh, so yeah. So I I think it's it's worth looking. The jokes go right over my head. Well, that's sure they'll go over. I'm sure people will pick up on it and criticize me. All right, so let's yeah. All right, so look, take a look at what other people are doing. You might want to consider that as your church continues to grow. And things continue and, to go well. Yeah. And I, I guess you would be able to recognize it very quickly if you start losing staff. Yeah, you start losing <laughs> staff. You might say, <laughs> like, oh, they're going down the street. Maybe I'm not doing too well. Yeah. And All right. Then move into the mode of getting rid of some staff and increasing the pay of those. That, that could remain. be good, too. Get, get some All right. people so that can do well. All right. Our last question here is uh, who should determine those staff salaries? So that's a big question. And every church does this different. Who should determine the staff salaries? So... Uh, according to Tony here, and I would agree with him on this, it should not be the congregation. Uh, the church should never be voting on line items within your budget, like the specific salaries. And again, I recognize that there's lots of churches. You know, we, uh, our company represents, well, we don't represent, but there are people, lots of churches that do streaming video with us and other things and different ideas and different thoughts on how their structure is. But uh, I would agree with Tony here. It shouldn't be the congregation. Uh, they shouldn't be the ones making that decision. And, uh, you know, that can be a very awkward uh, awkward meeting <laughs> if you have people voting because everybody feels like they have a say. Uh, the other thing would be... Yeah, I yeah, I think that would be the worst. Oh, I would, I'm sure because it would be. Because there's, there's all kinds of personalities out oh, there yeah. that would say... That's not nearly enough. And then others say, oh, my gosh, that's so much. That's oh, way yeah. too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is he says he, he does not believe the church board should be involved in setting each individual salary. And his point on that, which, again, I would agree with, is because they don't really work uh, with the staff on a daily basis. And it's hard for them to judge you know, what everybody does, their performance and their capacity and how they do things. Uh, so his his point here is that really it should be the senior pastor that has the authority to make the final decision on compensation levels for everyone on his or, or her team mm-hmm. is what he gets at. So, and, and again, that's kind of how my church does it. I think that's what your church yeah, has done I would, I support over the years well. working with those guys it I did be, years ago. Yeah. So yeah. as far as a senior pastor, though, I mean, that's that's a little different. I think the senior pastor should surround himself with a good leadership team that's unbiased and, and can give him or her good feedback on what that person should be making. Well, uh, it's – I think it's – I mean, it. the, the this – the model that is in the business world actually kind of applies here as well because the in the in the business world the the board holds the CEO of accountable. the company accountable right. 
and then the CEO is accountable for running his business, you know, right. how he sees fit. In the secular so, world. Yeah, in the secular right. world. So in the, in the church, it's, you know, and this is what we had done for a long time as well, is the board kind of sets the senior pastor salary. And they do that by doing some of these other things that we talked about right. previously. And then the senior pastor then, um, you know, the board may set a, a total sal- total salary budget for the entire church and working with the senior okay. pastor. Mm-hmm. And then it's just up to the senior pastor to figure out, okay, this position deserves X and this right. position deserves, deserves Y. as much compensation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, this, so, the, so the, the leadership team or the board is, is the one that would help set the, ba- the, the, the salary for the senior pastor. For the senior pastor and, and probably set the help. Set the total budget right. for set for salaries for the church, right. yeah. so right. that the senior pastor goes. Well, I, I'm going to hire. Everyone's going to be paid the same as I'm paid, and, or more, <laughs> and and I'm going to spend right. you know 85 percent of my operating yeah. expenses on the on salaries on staff. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, and again, you know, we're we're out of time here, but I, I think we recognize, Steve and I recognize that every church is different. There's different governing structures and different bylaws in every church, and that's kind of what my church does. I mean, we have a leadership team, a board that approves the budget. I actually am the one that puts the budget together. I work with the senior pastor to put the budget together for everything, and then uh, if there's raises or something, we uh, might throw that out. As far as for the senior pastor and, and even and even even for staff, the leadership team for, for my church will look at that and you know they, I mean they're going to look at it and say yeah you know you probably ought to that's fine you should probably go ahead and give that person a raise or something you know but it's it's more of a give yeah. and take it's not right. a and, legalistic thing I guess and, and in drawing I mean just another maybe useful tidbit was you know based on my former life experience. Um, Not your former life, but your former life experience. Yes, my former life experience. Working in the corporate world, they would the way they would work raises. They say, "Oh, the annual or the average annual raise package is going to be four percent." Right, Mm -hmm. and then you would give a four percent budget to the you know the supervisors, and they would be able to determine. Okay, this guy I'm going to pass. This guy I'm going to give eight and a half percent. This guy I'm going to give so. Right. So Uh, there's. And that's one way to handle it as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's always a interesting subject and can be a tricky subject and can it can be a sensitive subject too, oh, depending on um, who's listening to this so. podcast and and what your role is at your church, whether you're on the board or you're a key volunteer or you're a senior pastor or a, you know a, a staff person that's maybe an executive or associate pastor. These are certainly sensitive issues because you're talking money here. But I think it's worth looking into it and investigating it and being comfortable with a solution, finding you know good dialogue, good discussion, healthy dialogue, healthy discussion on these topics can lead to positive positive results. And so going through that, it's good. So we're out of time. So there you have it. So uh, if you have some feedback on this, we'd love to get it from you. Just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv because we're here to support you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. You can listen to this podcast, Church Solutions Podcast, on any podcast provider, right? iTunes and all the other ones out there. We're there. Just search Church Solutions Podcast. I think we're on YouTube and we throw this on Facebook once in a while and all that. 
it. So, all right, we're done. We're out of time. He is Steve Lacey. I am Phil Thompson. This has been the Church Solutions Podcast. And until next week, we hope you have a great day and a great week. We'll catch you later.